We up. We up. Oh. Alright. Trying to get that vibe right. My bad. Hey. Uh, Analog Jackson's podcast. You know who it is. It's yours truly. Back with another one. You know what I mean? This one real special to me. This one called The Summer 99. Uh, this is the only one so far that I've written that actually takes place during my years as a minor. Um, and not that. There ain't a lot of stories. There's not a lot of stories when I was a minor. It's just the fact that, um, you know what I'm saying, this is just a big one. And, um, you know, it took place in a good year. You know, it's not going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, people would have had you thinking we were preparing for the end of the world. And here it is 19 years later. Um, you know what I'm saying? This bitch still is going. Still ain't ending or whatever. But, you know, we dealing with that um, at this point in time. Um, some before my senior year of high school. But nonetheless, it is what it is. Um, this summer was weird, though. It was weird because, you know what I'm saying, my biggest memory, I had two big memories. First was the New York Knicks, the running New York Knicks, man. You know, led by Allen Houston, Latrell Sprewell. Them boys was hell in a, in a lockout short, shortened season, 50-game season. I think it started in, like, January. It wasn't no all-star break that season. Um, you know, 50 games, they were runners. And so, with them being runners, you know what I'm saying, playing that, that, that Showtime style, playing it. But maybe it was people not preparing, just getting their stride going when the playoffs start, and them running, getting themselves in shape a little bit more. They came in as an AC and got to the NBA Finals. And it was always an under, underestimated team, an underdog team that was able to just get there. Allen Houston. And, um, you know, uh, Latrell Sprewell really stand out. Latrell stands out because Latrell was the heart and soul of that team. Much like Draymond is the Golden State, you know what I'm saying? Much like, you know, uh, Jalen Brown is to uh, the Boston Celtics, you know what I'm saying? Much like Kawhi is to the Spurs, that's what Latrell was to the Knicks, you know what I'm saying? He, he was fiery, he could run, you know what I'm saying? Wasn't too many people fucking with him because he had choked the coach out. Let's just be real. He choked out PJ Carlissimo. So, wasn't too many people messing with him on that. And he looked like he was about it. You know what I'm saying? He had the braids. You know what I'm saying? Just before the rims. Uh, Spreewell was that dude. But, you know what I'm saying? It was what it was. And now you coming off of, you know, a season where, you know, Michael Jordan had just dispatched for the second straight year the Utah Jazz. And, you know, this is a year, you know, where, you know, he came in, you know, looking like a legend, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, I would say outside of the season that the Bulls went 72-10, and 10, this is my second favorite NBA season of all time. Um, and and I, I say that for real because I look back and I say the only other seasons that really compared was the two back-to-back seasons for Kobe um, when after Shaq was gone where he, him and Pau 
pulled down them championships. I think them right there were some memorable seasons for me. I've been an NBA fan for a long time. Um, but, you know, this was a magical season. And the team didn't even win the championship. You know, they ended up losing to the Spurs with all that, you know, Analog Jackson episodes. You know, we're not using no names. And when I wrote this, you know what I'm saying, I think I probably wrote this maybe like 2016. When I originally wrote this, I wrote this with the feeling of kind of, you know what I'm saying, there's, there's some things in here that I didn't want to reveal. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I had changed a few details, but now I'm going to tell it just like it is and just omit the names. And, um, you know, a conversation or two will be had before. This will probably be the only conversation I have just because, um, you know, there's a sibling involved. And, you know, I, I want everything to be on the up and up with me and him, even though he probably going to be like, man, you know, I don't give a fuck. And that's cool. But we're going to get to it. So I told you that was one of the big things for me that summer. The other thing was, you know what I'm saying, the crush that I had that summer. And, um, you know, summer 99, you know, I'm, I'm in Atlanta, you know, and um, that particular summer, um, I wasn't a virgin that summer. I had lost my virginity a while back. But that particular summer, um, I probably had six with this chick 50 60 times um uh, easily you know what i'm saying i know it was easily two to three times a day sometimes um uh, we were fucking and i mean you know what i'm saying it was just like going swimming for us for for real it was like uh, opportunity to fuck you know what i'm saying and, and fuck like rabbits uh do whatever you know it was real and we was taking advantage of it or whatever and you know what i'm saying just like the knicks was doing every night i was running and gunning you know what i'm saying and 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 really looking back this was the coming out party you know what i'm saying this was the summer that really fucked my life up from the standpoint of knowing what my motivation was going to be in life going forward because after that summer i really was a changed man like, I didn't really look at the world the same. I, I, I didn't care about um, the normal shit that, that most people cared about. I was a little more calmer. Um, I had a mission after that summer of kind of getting my world straightened out and directed to where I wanted it to be because I knew a year from that summer I was going to be getting ready to start college. So I knew after that summer you know what I'm saying? That college was going to be important, but getting a lot of pussy was going to be even more important. So, I focused in. You know what I'm saying? And, um, I think what was great about that, too, was I also learned that, you know, sex didn't have to be connected through love. You know what I'm saying? You could just be having it to have it and enjoy it. And, um, that was a beautiful thing about that period for me also because... I was able to get what I wanted and not have to be obligated, which was a little fucked up, you know what I'm saying, and a little bit spoiling for me because I then learned that, you know what I'm saying, you don't have to walk that relationship walk to get what you want. You can just have that connection. So it was a good education and a good indicator, and I was really fucked up out of that. Like, there's not too much you can tell me in the mindset of you got to be in a relationship to have that. No, I don't. 
And you keep believing that until, you know what I'm saying, you sprung and then it'll change for you. So you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm in Atlanta. I'm moving around the city, but I'm not moving around like I would be, you know, 10 to 12 years later, but I'm moving around. Um, all I'm thinking about is fucking. You know what I'm saying? Every time I got a chance, you know, I was fucking. And what's crazy about it is the chick I'm having sex with is under the same roof with me. Um, you know, and that was, you know, something. You know, I'm, I'm with my brother. And um, I'm with my brother. And um, he is living with his... Um, son's mom and she has a daughter and the daughter probably you know what i'm saying about three years younger than me and everything you know um she was actually uh starting high school uh that some that next that fall and um you know i was finishing high school but it had really kicked off the previous summer um where i spent some time you know there kind of late and um she had um she and I had kind of, you know, late, right before the end of the summer, we experimented, had sex a few times, and I saw that we enjoyed it. So now you fast forward a year later, this is summer of 99, and we knew we was going to try it again, but we didn't know it was going to escalate to being what it was. So it, it ended up being something we both enjoyed, and we did a lot of, so you know what I'm saying? We did it, so we were kind of like a summer sport to each other, you know what I'm saying, we we were doing what we were doing, we were fucking having a good time and everything, and you know what I'm saying, um, it was just what it was, so um, it, it got me to the point of, you know, where I am, you know, now, so I think it's it's fair to also say that maybe about three or four years before that probably when I shouldn't even been thinking about sex I'm talking maybe um, you know maybe 12 13 or 13 something like that I don't know um, so that means she had to be every bit of maybe um, 11 um, if I'm 14 something like that whatever um, it was a situation where we're playing as kids at this point, almost, and, you know, I, I knew something was different with me then, because she used to come around, and she would have, like, now they're yoga pants, she would have them on tights or whatever for girls, and she always looked good to me, they always fit just real right they accentuated curves and shit like that and and for me um being a kid and knowing something from what i saw appeal to me was different now i'm a boy um you know what i'm saying she's a girl and i know I'm, I'm supposed to like her but i don't know if i'm supposed to like her like this but i do and you know um we were playing and I guess you get to play in house and everything, but you get to know it a little bit more. And she had told me, you know, hey, you can put uh, your penis inside of me. And I'm like, okay. And I did, and it felt good, and I stroked a few times. So technically, did I lose my virginity? Um, 
then I probably did. Um, and, and, and realistically, I think I was about 12. She might have been like 10, um, which is fucked up now because, you know, looking at my sons and, you know, my daughter in the future, God forbid, I, even if they are the initiators, I'm fucking going in, um, because no, hell no, but this is, this is really what kids were doing when they would be playing in the bedrooms and the parents would be other places, like, it's fucking the truth, like, I'm, I'm actually telling you it's the truth, um, but I'm a kid, I'm not a fucking adult doing this, ain't no Larry Nassar or no shit like that, like, you know what I'm saying, I'm a kid, um, but anyway, uh, I digress from that So going on You know what I'm saying We know that history is between us But we don't even talk about that We kind of both blacked that out and everything And so you know We get down years later There's still that connection between us But we actually attracted each other And I've watched her grow up And I've watched her you know Become a better looking woman And I've watched her you know get shapely And I've watched her change And I've always from afar Just been attracted and everything so for me i've been looking at somebody you know grow up that i really am you know interested in but i'm older and then you know we don't live in the same area we don't go to the same schools so as we as we growing up we doing this we doing this we go on i get older i've got girlfriends you know i'm having sex and stuff as i'm a teenager so it's going on she um has boyfriends and she's having sex and things like that also so you know what i'm saying back to 1999 here we are in the summer um and you know what i'm saying we just kind of geared up to kind of do what we doing so i remember um let's go back to 98 real quick you know i'm, I'm laying on the floor you know what i'm saying and um you know what i'm saying I'm, I'm laying on the floor and i'm watching tv in the living room i never will forget and the door opened I didn't even look back, it was her, because I heard her when, you know, just, she came in, so I'm sitting there, and, you know, all of a sudden, she just come in, and in the middle of the living room floor, she just falls down on me, kind of dropped the elbow on me and everything, and um, then we, I, you know, I kind of shook her off, and then we got to wrestling a little bit, and then she started laughing, and she whispered in my ear, she was like, look, and she opened her hand, and when she opened her hand, she had like a handful of um, condoms or whatever. And um, and this is 99, this is summer of 99. She had a handful of condoms. And she was like, look. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, and she just looked at me and smiled. So she wrestled a little bit more. She kind of closed her hands back together um, and, you know, went off to a room or whatever. So, you know, me, I'm seeing them condoms. And I'm thinking to myself, like, she already know what she wants. I know what I want to do, so that's that, so I followed her or whatever, and she said, here, take these, hide them, so I took them, and I put them in a little area that only I knew, and everything, and I had them, and that was cool, or whatever, so, um, here it is, you know, it's getting late that night and everything, and, um, I'm, I'm in the living room again, you know, and, uh, at this point, my brother, he's going to sleep, um, and, my, his, his sons are asleep at this point and um, their mom is asleep also so when they go to sleep they close their door so the rest of the house is pretty much ours for us to do so the room I slept in 
I wouldn't close the door, and I wouldn't close the door, so I, I, I'm trying to outsmart people. I'm trying to, you know, outsmart my brother because, you know what I'm saying, I know if I close the door, he can open and he can just come in and check. But by me leaving the door open, that kind of eliminates the possibility of him believing anything is going on because why would I do anything with the door so a lot of the times when we would be having sex um, we'd be having sex with the door open and anything could have jumped off you know one of my little nephews could have ran in there and they're little little boys at the time little boys like I think maybe the oldest is like three they could have ran in you know um, he could have came in um, her mom could have came in you know whatever but you know what i'm saying we just taking the opportunity and and you know having sex and sneaking so we watching the door we we, we you know you we, we kind of running lookouts ourselves on how to do it you know we set up a kind of a mirror so we could look at the mirror and see the hallway so if somebody was coming we had enough time to stop and she was always around me she was always hanging around so it kind of seemed like we was cool and everything and we was hang out you know watch tv do shit you know go different places so that was cool we never had nothing else going on but it was conducive to us fucking and that was a plus too and everything so you know the first night she showed me those comments we have sex um she was a, a smaller girl she wasn't you know thick she wasn't super skinny but she was thin but she could fucking ride dick like it didn't make any sense how you could be that young and be that talented and i know today that um nothing has um you know gotten worse that if you build on to performances and you build on to earlier practice she is making some nigga happy today i've seen um i haven't seen her in a few years you know physically but i've seen pictures and her ass is ridiculous now and that's not the product of ass shots that's just you know hereditary and genetics and somebody is enjoying that you know what i'm saying right now the teenage her was spectacular so and i know the adult her um he's got a lot more sauce or whatever um but you know what i'm saying at that point i'm probably a foot taller than her um so you know i could literally stretch my entire body over hers so but she liked being on top and you know we was just cool we we actually having a safe sex um you know what i'm saying uh she was one that you know when she would have sex, she enjoyed to have um, her shirt off, and even though she would be riding, she like the skin touching was very, very something to her that we had to do. Like she wanted her torso to touch my torso, um, and you know, I was with that too. So you know, it was one particular time, one specific time. You know, it was late one afternoon. I had gotten a car accident. And I remember I got in a car accident in Hapeville. Um, if anybody knows where Malone's is at in Hapeville, if you don't, use the Apple Maps. And that kind of, I was in Hapeville. Uh, I was on the back side. So I was closer to the airfield part, not on the front side. I guess that's Loop Road or whatever that is. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I was told I ran the light or whatever, and I hit a car, I hit a government vehicle or whatever. So I get in the car accident, I'm a little shook up. Her mom come to get came to get me, you know what I'm saying. And when her mom picked me up, you know I wasn't injured. I was just a little shook up. So you know I I, I go home or whatever, 
and you know um, while I'm there or whatever I'm just kind of laying down laying around or whatever so she came in and when she came in you know her mom had told her I had gotten a car accident and you know she came and asked me if I was alright and so I was like yeah you know what I'm saying so as she's asking me if I'm alright you know she she comes up to me and she touches my dick area and she was like is that alright is he alright and I'm like yeah he, he's fine like you know what else she's like alright cause I want some you know later on and I'm like well hey the game is on tonight I'm gonna be watching the game and everything like can we you know kind of do it after the game or whatever and she's like uh yeah you know if you if you want to you know what I'm saying we can um do that after the game but you know I'm really not wanting to wait on the goddamn game like we can do this you know then and I was like well what about now she was like you just got in a car accident like you fucked up like nah you need to you know rest or whatever and I'm like nah I'm serious I'm good now let's go so um she you know goes and asks her mom something find out what's going on and her mom just kind of sticking to her so she comes back leave the door open now at this point you know my nephews are kind of running in and out also so we trying to figure out how we gonna do that so what she's doing is um I'm laying on the bed and I've got a blanket over me or whatever. She's kind of sitting on the bed and she's watching TV, but she's got her hand underneath and she's jacking my dick while she's underneath the cover. So basically while she's doing that or whatever, every now and then my nephew will run in and she'd yell at him, you know, get out. These are her brothers. Get out. You know what I'm saying? Y'all leave. Go. Go. And they're running in, playing and everything like that. And it becomes a game to them because they just want to hear her, you know, holler at them and everything. So I'm not really feeling it. I'm not really feeling the conduciveness of it. But after a while, and I say conduciveness, that's not the word, whatever. What the fuck? That's the Hennessy. So anyway, um... I'm not really feeling it because I'm not, I can't get into it because they keep coming back and forth. But after a while, they don't. So when they don't come back, I'm like, well, cool. Let's, let's, you know, let's try it. So of course she got on. So she had the bright idea to get reversed. So she got on me reversed. So that way she can see out. So if by chance somebody was to run in, if it was her brothers, she's just going to pretend like she's just sitting there. The blanket is blocking my legs. They can't see her legs or whatever. And she's just going to keep going. In her doing that, this shit is feeling real good. I mean, this shit is feeling too good. And, um, of course, again, we're having safe sex. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's all good or whatever. She can do whatever she want. I'm cool with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm real cool with it. So, um, we going, we going, we going. And then I can hear my brother pull up. So as I hear him pull up and everything, and I, he gets out of the car a little faster than he normally would, and I hear the door close. Now, she's on top of me. My dick is erect. It's in her. She has nothing on but a shirt. You know what I'm saying? I hear him come in. I hear his voice. How it takes maybe five seconds to walk from the front door to the room where I'm at. How we stop fucking and get fully dressed by the time he gets there, I still have not been able to figure that out to this day. It's taken me 19 years to ponder that mystery, and I still don't know how it happened. And it happened, and it didn't look like we were fucking at all. It looked like we were in there watching TV. 
So he comes, he's yelling at me, he's mad because I got in a car accident, you know what I'm saying, just fucking going off and everything. So he's like, hey, we going to, you know, look at the car, I guess the car is taken to an impound yard or whatever, so boom, they going to do that. So they go to do that, which leaves me and her there. So you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, shit, let's finish. But she's got her brothers. Now they're running wild. So she's like, you know what? Um, we can do this later because I know it ain't gonna happen and everything right now. So let's just try to um do this later on. But I'm like, hey look, I really wanna watch the game. You know what I'm saying? So let's finish this now. So um she went out. She made sure something, you know, was going on with her brother. Probably put on a movie or something. Because um, I could hear it in the living room. Um, and if it was a cartoon of some sort or whatever, then I know they were occupied. She comes back in and just starts to suck in my dick. And literally, she is sucking slow. And it's so wet and it feels so good. I probably lasted about a good two, maybe three minutes. Um, and boom, I'm coming. And gobbled all of that up and literally looked at me and was like you know that's all you got like and i'm like it was just fucking like you know what i'm saying like but whatever so she was like you owe me something later on like you owe me or whatever so she went out goes to her room um i kind of go gather myself i kind of sneak around to the bathroom clean up and everything and then um back in the room and I go back in the kitchen to give me something to eat. She comes back out after a little while out of her room and she's got on some shorts. Some, you know, 90s era shorts, mid-thigh, just tight around everything. She put on a little t-shirt, just tied tight around her. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's got like titties popped out everywhere like she looked like she ready to be fucked she looked sexy as fuck like i'm sitting there like fuck you know what i'm saying and she come in and she was like i'm fixing to go you know up the street or whatever you want to come i'm like now nah, i'm cool you know the boy is here you know you just telling me that because i know you know what i'm saying somebody got to be here with them obviously so if i go can't leave them here so she was like, all right, well, whatever. So then she leaves. So she leaves. And um, and she leaves. She comes. And um, that's that. Or whatever with that. So now here I am. I'm just kind of left. I, I saw her. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she was looking good when she left. And you know what I'm saying? I, I just wanted the fuck again. So, whatever. She left for a few minutes. She came back. She was like, hey, let's let's just do it again. So, we, we get back to it. We get to fucking and everything. And, you know, it, it, it's just normal sex. Normal good sex and everything that we have or whatever and all of that stuff or whatever. So, you know what I'm saying? We, I bust. Um, it's good. So, she was like, can we please do it again? And I'm like, yeah, we can, or whatever. But she's like, I know you want to watch the game and shit, so, you know, we'll do that. So, long afternoon progresses, you know, my brother and um, 
my nephew's mom comes back. Um, the evening progresses. It's getting closer and closer to game time. You know, everybody's kind of lining down for the evening. So, boom. Evening time or whatever. So, now, you know what I'm saying? Um, everybody's kind of winding down. I'm in the room watching the game um, or getting ready to watch the game. I forget. I'm getting ready to watch the game. And she comes in, and now we're having sex. And, you know, it lasted about a good 45 minutes. And um, we'll get back to that.